Hey, what's up, y'all? Day three in the books. And now. we're still here. We are still here. And <laughs> I'm, I got to be honest, I'm still kind of getting comfortable with everything. Not that it's a people issue or anything like that. It's just I'm seeing like a lot of big names that are here designer wise and everything. And I, I still find myself drawn to hanging out with the people I know because that's right. my comfort zone. Yeah. So basically it's Boston West. For a lot of this, I feel, true. along with, Northwest. you know, the random Brazilian, i.e. fell. Yeah, <laughs> that seems to be the 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 gist of it. And, you know, in other people that I know very, very well. So like Jeroen, I'm hanging out with him and, and hang stuff out with like the people that. with, you know, get in your comfort zone. But I totally feel you. That was me in my first year, too. You see all these people that you know from their games. And when you see their names, you kind of I, I freeze and just I'm like, Ugh. I'm not like that. You're not just, as bad as I am, no, but I'm no. comfortable this year. Right. Now I'm and for me, I'm still kind of getting my feet wet. Yes. So today was a, uh, as we alluded to yesterday, today was a bit of an abbreviated day. Uh, slept in um, since I'm starting to feel under the weather a yes. little bit. So took it pretty easy today. Uh, the big thing, and don't really want to go into too much detail right now about it, but I, I at least finally got a chance to meet the owner and kind of a really big deal, uh, the owner of Rio Grande Games, Jay, yes. and Jay Tummelson. And uh, Ken had reached out. Ken is kind of his right-hand man. He is, yeah. And, Number uh, one initial volunteer back in the way day. Way back in the day, <laughs> right? And he had reached out and said, hey, can we touch base and, and, and chat a bit uh, while at the gathering? And I was like, yeah, sure. And so I finally got a chance to do that and we sat down and they showed us a handful of their prototypes that they have coming yes uh, one of which we can talk about and we'll probably talk about it more tomorrow after we actually play it and yeah we just saw an overview of it today oh, and we we got to sit uh, nevada city and the designer's name alan ernstein and it's funny so i was like I feel like I should know who this is. So I Googled him and he has designed another game that I have a copy of that. I, I looked at him. I said, Alan, I'm not even going to pronounce the other game. And he it's tie out something or other. Right. And anyway, I've played a number of his games and I've known Alan for a number of years. So it was it's really nice for me to see another one of his games coming out because I know how much work he puts into him and he's a good friend. So cool. all right. And the game looked cool. Yeah. Uh, Nevada City, you know, it's an old West theme. This right. And, that, and it, it looked pretty interesting. So we'll see how that plays. Sure. Uh, we also saw a number of other either expansions or other prototypes. Can't really talk about them. And I, this is not us being cryptic. Like no. we are not allowed to mention this. No. I will say that there are a number of things that uh, I think folks are going to be excited about. Yes. Is a good way to put it. That is true. Uh, so that went on for a number of hours, uh -huh. actually. And it was pretty funny. So we sat down and, and I finally meet Jay. And... He has his phone open. Now, Jay is 60s. Yeah. Right? Like late 60s, maybe. Yes. I see his phone open. What's it open to? It's Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go. And so all of a sudden, Jess then and Jay start. I'm not I'm not exaggerating <laughs> when I say this. 90 minutes talking about Pokemon Go. We couldn't stop talking about Pokemon. That's Ken true. and I are like, 
are we supposed to talk about games? Like literally. I so, mean, we were. We were just talking about Pokemon. So Go. you two started talking Pokemon Go. Ken and I went over here and yes. talked about, and he showed me a couple of the mm-hmm. other games that are coming, and so that went really well. But Jay really wasn't. Um, he wanted to just get to know. Uh, Yes. Yeah, so. Yes. I mean, it is the gathering of friends, and yeah, right. you yeah. know, it was really Wanted nice to become to, friends. Yes, and we did become Pokemon Go friends, which is great. So, and um, it, it, it was not at all uh, business. Um, however, he yeah. did stop by and said, "Hey, were we supposed to talk yes. business?" <laughs> and I, I kind of chuckled, and I was like, "Well, I yeah, maybe." Um, and he's like, "Yeah, let's touch base tomorrow." Da 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 da. Okay, right. cool. So that took up the majority of the day. I did play one other prototype that I think I can. You know what? I didn't get permission. It was a. It's kind of a a very early stage uh-huh. uh, version of a gin, uh, gin rummy variant by our. I say our own, but because he's local, but Joe Huber. Yes. And so that was pretty cool to sit down with Joe Huber, Yarun, and Derek, who Derek has been- Another local. Yeah. He's been on streams. And, yeah. And uh, just Derek actually did the graphic design for this little deck yes. of cards for Joe. Mm-hmm. And it was it was cool. Plus, I'm retiring from that group because I won that game. And I'm like- <laughs> I'm never playing drop, with you again. That's it. I'm yeah. out. That's it. That's it. Though Joe would tell you that he loses at a lot of games, so that's not that impressive. However, Yarun does not. So very, very that. true. And it was funny. He told the story Yarun did. He's he, I, I talking to Yarun the other day, and he was. I was like, you don't lose a whole lot of games, do you? He and he's very, he's very gracious. Yes, but he's not modest no and he kind of like kind of shrugs his shoulder and is like yeah usually if i'm in a game or yoris is in a game we win the game however if yoris and i are both in a game we tend to go dead last because we're making sure the other one doesn't win right so So whoever else is playing wins yeah so that was that that was pretty funny so after that uh we went to zeka for dinner yes which this is supposed to be the best uh indian food in the niagara falls area in this area it's a short walk which is nice and they have a buffet right which is and um not oh, your favorite. The, All right. That's you know what? Fine. The company was awesome. Uh, it was great. And everyone who works there is amazing. Yeah. Great everybody was stuff. super friendly. Always have a great time there. The food wasn't bad. It's just, I'll be honest, there's a local place in, uh, oh shoot, one of the towns near Wakefield. There's a really good Indian restaurant called Rang. Stoneham. Okay, it's in Stoneham. And I'll be honest, that place kind of has spoiled me at this point. Yeah. And so this place was a far cry from that. But in Niagara Falls, I do not expect high quality Indian food. It's the best in the area. And it was fine. That's that. But yeah, moving on. (laughs) Uh, Honestly, only played two other games uh, this evening Uh, Silver and Gold, which, wow, did you like this game? And I did not. So. I really like heavy games for like nice long gameplay, but I also love to have games I can just keep with me and pull out and play, whether we're at a restaurant or just gathered with friends. Oh, and totally reasonable. Yeah. So this is, an, I think, my new pocket game because I just really enjoy playing it. Uh, so the theme, it's by Philip Walker Harding, uh, who is here 
uh, as well. And it's a flipping right. Is that a good way to yes. describe it? Um, it is a flipping right. So you're getting two cards that you draft at the beginning, and these are your kind of treasure maps. Uh, this is where it kind of has a theme. It is an NSV game, so the theme is very lightly um, part of the game. So you have these treasure maps and they're worth different points. 10 or 8, 10, 12, and 14 different points, right? And you have different bonuses on these cards as well. Uh, you can get an X marks the spot, which lets you mark any other square, or you can get a palm tree, which scores a variable amount based on what other treasure maps are available to draw from the um, face up uh, draw pile of four. And then you also have gold coins, which you can collect to earn trophies, which decrease in point structure. Those are the things, those variable points uh, that, you know, you think you're working towards something, but maybe that changes as you go. Uh, when you complete a treasure map of those two, you get a new one from that draw pile. Um, and that may change what you want to do because, you know, you can place these shapes that each like round Tetris pieces yes shapes. the Tetris piece shapes that are coming up each round you have nine possible shapes and only eight of them are going to come out each round uh, four rounds total so you kind of have an idea for planning purposes but not completely and the order and track yeah the order in which hard. those come out uh, dictates everything yes. honestly and right. And if you can't place, then you just fill in one square. All of these things, it's just how those, they're, they're really simple and not things that haven't been done before. It's just how they come together for me that makes it kind of magical, that decreasing point structure or maybe higher point structure for when you score those palm trees. I enjoy it. I enjoy these rolling right, flipping rights, you know, for what they are, right? Yeah. I will say this is better than on tour. Yeah, it's my favorite of the flipping right genre right now. Uh, you know what? There are a couple of others that I know some folks around here that have been playing and whatever. Like I've yet to play Ganshan Clever, mm -hmm. so I want to try that one. Um, there's one that I've been seeing that somebody was talking about bricks or something like that. Yeah, there's bricks. So we'll try that. Um, but overall, didn't really grab me. Not, not, yeah, eh. Not not my favorite. So that's silver and gold. Yes. But I got to say, the highlight of the day outside of the prototypes of the stuff that we can talk about is, and I'm going to butcher the name of this. You want to try it? Oh, um, De Tavernen im Tefental. Sure. Uh, Wolfgang Warsh game. It's a the Tavern of the Deep Valley. Yes. And this is from Schmidt Spiele. And I'll be honest. When I hear Wolfgang Warsh, I think simple. I, I don't think really too much to it. However, this thing's got a ton of pieces. And again, when you try and start a game at like midnight, yeah. it has a million pieces. The, my first thought when I saw, so Dan was kind enough to be to take it for the team and actually learn it from the rules for us as yes. we're all sitting at the table. And my first thought was, wow, this reminds me a lot of Feudalia, which is not a good sign in a sense that Feudalia has a ton of different decks of cards. Right. And this does as well. And it has module upon module upon module that you can add on. Module one is the base game and whatever. Right. And it was late enough. And Dan was like, you know what? We're going to play module one, i.e. the base game. And that's it. Everybody was on board for that, etc. It's a dice drafting game. 
So that kind of piqued my interest to be, you know, yeah. when I actually heard about that. Mm-hmm. But man, did it look really fiddly. Right. Let's fast forward to the end of the game. I got to say, I enjoyed this far more than I really, really ex- expected to have enjoyed this game. Uh, Fell, who, yes. who we played with along with Dan, uh, said it's the best game he's played at the gathering right. so far. And for me, about halfway through the game, I was like, oh, we could have actually added on all the yeah, modules. I wish it wasn't we had. hard it wasn't, because but. the game seemed a little bit simple and a little bit fiddly and a little bit much for the setup for the payoff right. for the game. However, I think with the other modules, I think it would have been a, a, a much more full experience and felt like we we had not. We had gotten our money's worth for the amount of setup that the game required. Yeah, there is a little fair bit of setup of it. It's pretty simple, though. They did a really good job of making it clear where all those pieces go. Um, I'm really interested in seeing what the different modules will add to it. Uh, but I didn't uh, dislike my play of it at yeah, all. It was I, really interesting. It's dice drafting to where you roll. Uh, you have a, a some of your own color dice, but you only get those in certain instances when there are waitresses. Yep, in your the waitresses tavern. bring you your special die, or if you upgrade to have a constant waitress in your tavern. But you always have four white die to roll and pass around on a coaster. So each player is playing with those. You take one and pass. Right, and there are two currencies in the game. There's beer and there's cash. Yes, and uh, each one can get you certain type of extra cards right the uh beer gets you customers which then gets you money which then you can use to hire uh, more staff and get more which produces more things and better it it, it's all about efficiency and and so create your efficient engines and but make sure you're going for those points because those upgrades don't score you anything they just give you a better ability to get money and beer so that you can then go and get royals that are coming into your pub. And once you do that, they give you points. And those are worth 10 points a piece. And that's right. the biggest money or the biggest point generators in the game. So ultimately that's your ultimate goal. Right. And there's, so there's one thing about the graphic design that irritated me. I heard Dan say it. I forgot it was late at night and you had no problem remembering this, but I did. There's a track that as you advance along this track, you unlock certain things, gives you little bonus whatevers. Well, you're flying around this track and I'm moving around step by step by step. And I'm like, what am I doing wrong? And then I notice I look over and you have like four or five, five pip dice to be able to move on this track. And I look down and there are these three little dots like you can right. You can add more than one die. As yes. long as they're all the, some say one time and some say and dot, I dot, dot. I dropped the ball on that I didn't realize that and I was like uh, oh so yeah that's and it. I saw free stuff on that board so I thought hey I'll just go ahead and cycle around this and get what I need so yeah ultimately I was the game delivered more than I expected yeah however uh, I didn't like it as much as Fell did. But I do want to definitely try this at some point with all the expansions because I, again, dice drafting and it's done in a good way. And it's yeah, I really enjoyed it for what it was. Yeah. I mean, my only thing with it was a lot of those upgrades. Again, they make it efficient, but 
you really need to concentrate on just going for the points. And unlike Reza Arcana, which we played yesterday, and I kind of was like bogged down in creating an engine, I stayed on point in this one and just went straight points, and that worked well. But I think there'll be more in those other modules that I'll uh, give more options. I'm hoping so. So it's Die Tavernin Im Tiefen Thal, or the Tavern of the Deep Valley. Tavern of the Deep Valley. So there you go. So that's it. That's all we got for Sunday, which day three. Uh, Big couple days for our last couple days coming up. Excited about those. Yes. So yeah, uh, time for bed. Catch y'all later. Night. Night.